0: You're listening to Irish Radio Candidate home and abroad, and uh, just before St. Patrick's Day, a uh, Canadian uh, politician, member of Parliament, a uh, Liberal for Entobicoke, uh, James Maloney, who also chairs the Ireland-Canada Parliamentary Group, had a motion presented to the House of Commons, which has... Uh, that Ireland be recognized as the the month of March be recognized as Irish Heritage Month in Canada uh, going forward. And this is to focus not just on the small things, but to focus on the big picture of the influence and the contribution that the Irish have made to Canada. And again, not just in recent times, because the links between Canada and Ireland, and particularly Newfoundland and Ireland, go back to the 1600s. And uh, one of the people who got up, it was unanimously approved, and one of the people who uh, raised their hands, or whatever the appropriate thing you do in the House of Commons is, um, asked to speak, uh, was Goody Hutchins, who is the MP, uh, and I'll refer to it for Cornerbrook, because people will know where Cornerbrook is, but it is Long Range Mountains, is the uh, riding, And Goody is here with me. Thanks a million, Goody, for coming along and sharing some of what this means to you.
1: Oh, Austin, thanks for the invitation. You know, and you're so right. The connection between Ireland and Canada is, is fierce, as we say here. Fierce in a good way, right? That's right. Uh, my great-grandfather. Yeah. yeah, fierce is good, right? Yeah. right. Um, and and this, <coughs> pardon me. it's interesting because a lot of our Newfoundland dialect does come from Irish connections as well. So my connection to Ireland is my great-grandfather whose family came from Clonmel, and um, I'm looking forward to when we when we all get safe again and we're able to travel a bit, I, I've got that on my, my short-term bucket list to get over and see the rolling hills. But, yeah, the connection is fierce because Canada, as you know, is home to the only Irish place name outside of Europe, and when the fishermen from southern Ireland came over to Newfoundland in the 17th century, they called it Talamanisk, or Land of or the
0: Fish, right? Tal- Talamanisk, as we would say.
1: Talamanisk, okay, Land of the Fish. So now you got a Newfoundlander saying Talamanisk, right? Right. But I'll tell you, that, that name still survives today, right? So m- a lot of people don't realize that over 20% of the population today in Newfoundland, and our province is called Newfoundland and Labrador, but the island portion, as you know, is, is Newfoundland, and that's where we see most of this. And 20% of the population of the island of Newfoundland is of Irish descent, right? And what's we've got more in common with our friends in Ireland than you might think, because between 1770 and 1780, in that 10 years, more than 100 ships and thousands of people left your ports for our incredible fishery here off the coast of Newfoundland and Labrador. And that migration was some of the most substantial movement of Irish people across the Atlantic in the 18th century. And they, of course, created their distinctive subculture here and their descendants carried on many, many of your traditions, right? Um, And in so many places in our province, your culture is still so rich. And the scenery is so, so similar as well. You know, um, and it's often compared to to Ireland, you know, the towering cliffs and the rugged coastline and the rich greenery. So you can see why everybody felt at home when they came here, right? Um, There are so many connections, too. Um, um, In one of our travel areas, it's it's referred to as the Irish Loop, which Mm -hmm. is on the Avalon on the east coast, more towards St. John's area. And that's the real heart of Irish culture and heritage, too. Indeed. I
0: I remember being at Cape Spear. And been very conscious that the next promontory across the ocean would have been the Mizen Head, and the Mizen Head in the southwest of Ireland is very similar to Cape Spear. And I was literally kind of being able to say, I'm in mean, this rugged part of Newfoundland, very similar to the rugged part of Ireland.
1: Yeah, you know, as much as we've got the landscape, and of course the fishery, at the but here. It's I really find the connection in the people, right? Because in, in many areas, you, you get the little lilt in the accent. You know, Newfoundlanders have a very distinct accent, but depending where you travel around, you know, you you do really pick up the real Irish lilt, as we will call it. But, you know, there's the songs and, you know, of course we've all got that connection. But it's a sense of camaraderie and a pride of place. That's the thing that really... I think, likens mm-hmm. us to, to our Irish people. You know, really genuine people, friendly, welcoming. And, um, you know, we've, we've both got that historical undercurrent of hardships and self-resilience. So, you know, there's that whole connection, too, to
0: Ireland. When you mentioned, going back to the fisheries, uh, a lot of the Irish that migrated to Newfoundland came from the southeast. Uh, again, where your uh, your family would have come from, and as I understand, you were saying the family name is Lanorgan. As we would pronounce it, uh, mm-hmm. but in the southeast of Ireland, it's all O'Briens, Powers, Herns, um, and um, so very much what you have in the, the, the fishing community uh, within the around the Bay Bowls area and over around there. And in fact, a former Irish Canadian ambassador to Ireland, uh, Loyola Hearn, penned a beautiful song that Kevin Collins recorded. Uh, from an island to an island and a wonderful story of the connection that exists there as well so you're right, when you talk in terms of how this connection exists it is related in music as well as in uh all other aspects of life. And people have even said to me at times when uh, around Ottawa, you know, what part of Newfoundland are you from? And I say, Well, uh, I'm east of Newfoundland. I'd say east of that and they say, Where is east of that? I said, Well you have to go way east of Newfoundland. <laughs>
1: That's a good one. Right? <laughs> the other thing a lot of people a lot and a lot of people in Ottawa will say this to us, here in Newfoundland and Labrador, Saint Patty's Day, St. Patrick's Day, is a public holiday. Yes. Right? Which is all across the island, you know, pubs and houses and people have got their sheds and people are celebrating with the green beer and the the global greening, you know, the initiative by your Tourism Ireland sees a host of landmarks and a host of buildings and iconic sites all around the province turning green.
0: It's, um, yeah, and and people are proud of their their heritage. Which reminds me that the flag of Newfoundland, Mm -hmm. as I recall, is green, white and pink. The original one, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. And of course, yeah. that green was reflective of the Irish connection between mm-hmm. the the two the two. Uh, what, what. Um, another interesting point that cropped up recently because somebody was asking me about the climate in Ireland in relation to the climate in Canada. And it dawned on me. I checked, and actually, Ireland is on line with Goose Bay, Labrador. That's how yeah. far north it is, even though the climate is so much different. So, uh, yeah. you know, the comparisons of, of uh, the ocean and the impact of it. So, then within your own family, Goody, would you uh, coming up to the month of March uh, and coming into the 17th of March, would you have been engaged in, and what type of family heritage came down relative to the month?
1: We we always celebrated St. Patrick's Day. You know, family always came in, and of course, Newfoundlanders like Irish people. There's everything seems to be centered around food, right? Um, and it would be probably a potluck type thing, you know, my sisters and, you know, we'd all congregate at my parents' home or, you know, and everybody bring their favorite whatever, but it was always, you know, remember where you came from. You know, my my father always had a wonderful line, never ever forget your roots, never forget where you came from, right?
0: So when you stood up in the House of Commons and you got the opportunity to speak to this motion, there must have been... A tingle.
1: There was a tingle, yeah. And I could see my father looking down at me, I'll be honest with you, right? Because he was very proud of that, very proud of of um, Newfoundland, but very, very proud of where he came from, right? And he visited there numerous times. Um, but, uh, like I said, I haven't been there in a long time, but it's my goal to get back.
0: Indeed. So... Um To wrap up, um, one of the things we talked about there was that music again is such a bridge and it brings people together. Is there a piece of music that means something to you that you'd like us to share with the listener?
1: Well, you know, you you refer to from an island, island to an island, which is special, but the the song that I just always pulls at my heartstrings is Galway Bay, you know, when you ever go across the sea, because that's what we have to do to travel the sea across from the island to the island. That's always a special one for me that tugs at my heartstrings, Austin.
0: Dee, well, Goody, thanks a million for taking the time. It's been wonderful meeting you and having the opportunity to get your experiences.
1: Oh, thank you, and keep up the great work.